The regular season for the Sun Devils has come to an end. The tournament for the Pac-12 is tipping off Wednesday night. We're here to talk about all of that on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. The 2022-2023 regular season has come to a close for the Sun Devils, and it did not finish the way that we were hoping that it would. A couple weeks ago, I had talked about the final five games for Arizona State, how important they were, and what they needed to do to accomplish what they needed in order to get to the NCAA tournament, which is very much a dream scenario at this point. There's still a lot that needs to go right in order for the team to get there. We'll talk about that momentarily. But first, I want to recap what happened in those final five games. Arizona State went two and three, and they beat U of A in Tucson, but they lost pretty badly to UCLA. They dropped a game to Colorado that they just could not afford to drop. And USC, they just didn't show up for the game. It was a three-point game, and it certainly did not feel like it. All in all, looking at the Sun Devils, this was a very frustrating end to what was overall a a good season for the team. But 20-11, and the final record for the regular season, the tournament is getting ready to get started here on Wednesday night. We're not going to be tipping off until 9.30 p.m., so make sure that you stay up late for that game. But looking at the way things ended, this was not how we thought it was going to go at all. I felt like three wins was what you needed to do to end of the year. I think in my head, two wins is kind of what I had my mindset on. But these weren't the wins I was expecting. I did think that you were going to beat Utah. I did not think that you were going to beat U of A. I thought that it was going to be Colorado and Utah and that you were going to go on your final three road games against Arizona, against UCLA, and against USC, and probably lose those games. Hopefully you made them close kind of thing. But that was not in the cards for Arizona State. They are now in the situation that they're in now. And all in all, it just it didn't go the way that we needed it to go. It didn't go the way that we wanted it to go, certainly. But maybe this is the way that it felt like it should go. Arizona State just ran into the same problems that they had all season long. It was the quality of the shots and the selection that they had. It was defensive breakdowns. It was an inability to play a full 40 minutes. It's nothing we haven't seen for 31 games out of the Sun Devils. But what's so upsetting about it is you know what your weaknesses are. You know what you need to clean up. And they just couldn't do it. They weren't able 
to step up when they needed to. They weren't able to take that next step forward as a basketball team and as a team that wants to contend and get to March. That's where we're left frustrated is you've known all year what the flaws are. It just at no point did it feel like anything was worked on this year. I think that towards the beginning of the year, you can talk about how there needs to be built chemistry. You had four transfers coming in, all four who ended up being major contributors for the vast majority of the season for you. You had some young guys coming in as well. This was definitely a team that was a lot different than what we saw last year. You know, Marion Jackson and Kamani Lawrence and Jalen Graham, big contributors from last year, were gone. You had a lot of new faces that were coming to the program. And it's it's going to be a work in progress. The problem is this, this needed to show growth throughout the year. And I truly feel like the team we saw in game one is the same team that we saw in game 31. I just don't think that there was that next step taken that you want to see from your football team. Or excuse me, basketball team. Gosh dang it, I do that all the time. That you wanted to see from your basketball team. It never took that next step. And because of that, you were kind of left hanging out to dry. It's, it is what it is, I suppose. What we do now from here is going to define the remainder of the season. Are you going to go out as a decent team that won 20 games? Or are you going to show that that potential that had been displayed several times throughout the season is still there for this team? No one is expecting a national championship run for the Sun Devils. Nobody is expecting this team to make major noise if they make it to the NCAA tournament. But what we are expecting is the Sun Devils to come out as a determined unit for the Pac-12 tournament to do everything that they can to try and get themselves into the NCAA tournament. That should be what the standard is right now. That's where Arizona State needs to be right now. Moving forward is trying to make up for a, a lackluster season that was able to buy Bobby Hurley some more time. There's, there's a lot to digest here, so bear with me as we continue to break all of that down. I do want to talk to you guys, though, about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat and don't want the fat and calories, you've got to try a Built Bar. Your goal has been to eat healthier this year, but you don't want to compromise taste. I'm telling you, you got to try Built because the Built Healthy is actually tasty. What makes them so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how they do it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is they're healthy with only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now you don't even need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Go to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can get a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're closer to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Get yourself a great-tasting protein bar. Get yourself a Built Bar. 
As always, thank you guys for tuning in to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. Also, make sure that you check out the Locked on College Basketball podcast. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players on Locked on College Basketball. Available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation. I want to continue where I kind of left off. Was talking about what this did for Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley, to me, I I don't know if this was a consensus. I feel like it should have been a consensus if it wasn't. Entered 2022-2023 on the hot seat. He's been to the actual tournament once since 2015 when he first got here. And he's been in the play-in one other time. Other than that, not a lot of great seasons under his belt. And certainly underwhelming basketball play. Arizona State has never been a basketball school. They've never been a program that prides itself off of competing for national championships every year or sending plenty of guys to the NFL draft or NBA draft. Goodness gracious. I got football on the mind. I'm very excited with spring practice kicking off next week. Anyways, don't send a lot of guys to the draft or the pros or anything like that. We don't contend for national championships. We just want to have fun. We want to go to Wells Fargo Arena, and we want to be able to scream and yell and get loud for the Sun Devils and root on a team that's fun to watch. It feels like Bobby Hurley hasn't done that every year. He did that this year, though. And with that expectation, was able to buy him at least another year, maybe more than that. The Sun Devils did just enough this year. And that's typically the standard. I think that you need to take the standard one step forward and say that you need to make March Madness. You need to make the tournament. You've made it once. You've made it once in your tenure here. That can't happen. You've been at this program for seven, eight seasons. I don't know. My math is bad. Either way, you've been here almost a decade at this point. You have been to the tournament just once. That's that that can't happen for a power five program. Power five, power six. That can't happen. Arizona State has to be a team that's competing more regularly. That doesn't mean making the tournament every single year, but it means making it more than one time in seven to eight years. Now Because Hurley was able to generate hype for this season, I feel like that is going to end up buying him another year for the team. And the reason why is because they made some noise with the transfers, but they they showed off some really intriguing young talent as well. Austin Nunez looked really, really good. Unfortunately, he missed the final three games of the year with a concussion. He looked really good. Jemiah Neal looks very promising. Duke Brennan looks very promising. There's guys on this roster to be excited about. There's guys on this roster that are Hurley's guys, and we're going to want to see Hurley continue to develop them and get them ready to start the 2023-2024 season. It's got that optimism that has been generated by these young kids. So, yes, you will lose the Cambridge brothers and Warren Washington to the NBA, well, to eligibility. I don't know if they have NBA futures you're going to lose them. They're just out of eligibility. Frankie Collins is back. DJ Horn could be back depending on the direction he wants to go with his schooling. 
Who knows what's going on with Marcus Bagley at this point. But then you've got those young guys, the Austin Nunez, the Jemaya Neal, the Duke Brennan, Enoch Bache. There's, there's lots of really interesting young guys here. And it's because of them that I think they're going to end up saving Bobby Hurley's job for another year. Regardless of what happens in the Pac-12 tournament, which we are going to talk about in more detail here in just one moment. Before we get that far, though, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. At this point, we're past the midway point in the NBA season, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. One more time, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Also, take a look at the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Kind of final closing thoughts on the regular season. Because I want to take more time to dive into the detail of the tournament itself. Final thoughts on the season. This was a fun year. It really was. And it, it was a year of a lot of ups and downs. You know, Arizona State had that nine-game winning streak, which included winning the Legends bracket against number 20 Michigan. They had a really good win over Creighton. They had a really interesting, <coughs> excuse me, my apologies, a really interesting home and home against uh, Arizona where they played them close in Tempe and then they shocked the world in Tucson. It was a fun season. They played other teams very close. They were able to beat Oregon and Eugene. They were able to play some really interesting overtime games. They, they went one and two in overtime games, but it was fun to watch. I think that's the bottom line here is Arizona state was fun to watch this year. And that's not something that we're really accustomed to seeing in Tempe. We're not used to a competitive basketball team. And I think that's the reason why it's so frustrating that this is the way it's going to end is because we just don't get this kind of play that it feels like it would be such a downer for the season to end this way. It would be such a downer for such a fun season to us not even get a chance to pull off an upset in March Madness as like a 14, 15, 16 seed, whatever it is that we get in as. That, that's just so upsetting. There's so much potential for this season, and it feels like it could just be gone, which is where the Pac-12 tournament comes into play because it's going to be so important for you to find a way to make some noise. It's going to be so important to, to win games. Not a game, games, uh, multiple. Got to find a way, I'm going to say at least two games. I think you have to win at least two games in the Pac-12 tournament, which is tomorrow night 
at 9.30 is when it tips off for Arizona State. Wednesday is the start of the tournament. I'll be watching most of the games. Obviously, I'll be tuned in at 9.30 for ASU. I hope you tune in as well. It was a fun season. I don't want the right to end. I know the players don't want the right to end. The coaches don't want the right to end. The fans and the students don't want the right to end. This was never a team that was going to win a national championship. That's fine. We don't have that expectation for Arizona State basketball. This team, the way they played, felt like a tournament team. That's why it's frustrating. This felt like a team that should have been able to make the round of 64 and to be able to potentially have a decent seating. I mean, throughout the year, Arizona State looked like one of the best teams in the Pac-12. They were up for a bye week in the Pac-12 tournament up until, man, when they lost to UCLA, they had an opportunity to secure a bye week. And then... USC beat them and Oregon won and they were able to kick us out. I believe we are the sixth seed in the tournament. We are because we're playing Oregon State. It just, that that's my thing. It feels like we should have been so much more. And honestly, maybe that's shame on me as an Arizona State fan. Maybe that's shame on me for getting my hopes up. That's the life of a Sun Devils fan, I suppose we feel like we can get our hopes up for things. And when we do, it blows up. That's the upsetting part here. I really don't want this ride to end. This was the most fun I've had watching ASU Sun Devils basketball in quite a while. Like, this was truly a fun, special season. And the way it has to end is very disappointing. Hopefully... We keep going. We make some noise in the Pac-12 tournament. We beat Oregon State. We're able to take on, man, at that point, probably Oregon, the four seed, something like that, potentially USC as the third seed, depending on the way everything else shakes out. Bottom line, season might be over. Hopefully it's not. If it is, we'll have to talk about it some more. We'll have to give out some accolades for offensive player, defensive player, best impact, and, you know, all that sorts of stuff. We'll dive into that, regardless of when the season ends. Hopefully we don't dive into that on Thursday, though. Hopefully we have some time before we get to that point. But that does wrap up this edition of the Locked on Settables. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe. Turn on those notifications so you get an update. Whenever we post new content, stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Levels. Until next time, though, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun.